Nobody wants to get into your inbox and talk to you about your product. They want to go and research it. They want to go and see it. They want to decide for themselves and not feel like they're being sold to. So if you create a system where they're going to investigate on their own and make the decision on their own, you're going to start converting sales without even having to have those closing conversations. We aren't like other MLMers who have to beg, bug, and chase friends to join a business. And we aren't desperate enough to turn our newsfeed into a billboard just to make a quick buck. In this podcast, you're going to see how real marketers like you and I build a profitable business inside MLM without all the fake it till you make it bullshit. My name is Trey Bear, and you're listening to MLM Misfits Podcast. What's up, Misfit? Yo, listen, I've got someone very special that I want you to hear from today on this exclusive podcast. Now, listen, this is someone who had zero experience inside network marketing. She had, she's not an influencer. She didn't, ha- she didn't come from a previous company. You know, she didn't have um, this massive network or anything like that. She's a regular person just like you and I, yet she was still able to hit six figures in her network marketing business within a two-year window, but she did it even shorter than that, and I'm going to allow her to explain how she did it. Guys, this is insane. This is someone that I, you know, I've been so blessed to work with, someone that I look up to. She's a genius human being and an even better marketer. This is someone that I want you guys to turn up the dial on your phones or wherever you listen to in your car. I want you to tell the kids to get the hell away from you because she's going to drop some amazing knowledge. And I cannot believe she didn't charge anybody to listen to this podcast. So you guys now have the pleasure to learn from Katie Thompson. Look, and listen, I want you guys to go follow her right now. Her name is Katie Thompson, spelled K-A-D-Y, Katie. And you can figure out Thompson, right? So go follow Katie right now and just look, take out some notes because she's dropping bombs on this podcast. I'll see you guys in the interview. Peace. Okay, my friends. So we've got a special guest here. Her name is Katie Thompson. Uh, She's kind of, she's 50 shades of awesome, to be honest with you, because uh, this is a gal who I, I didn't realize this until I think we talked last week, Katie, where I said like, how long have you been in network marketing? And you've made six figures in network marketing within two years, probably even in a smaller window, without any experience in network marketing, without any network in network marketing, without, you know, coming from another company and, you know, exploding, like you didn't do that. You just got in, got to work. So I want, I want people to hear from you because you got a lot of really great stuff going on. We talked about this before uh, hitting record. You got a lot of really cool stuff coming on. I think this is the audience that needs to hear, you know, this message and like how, the, the industry is changing and like what they should focus on and like how you did it. And so let's start off with like your story. Like what got you involved with the network marketing industry anyways? So I am a mom to four kids. So I had just had, we had had our fourth child and um, you know, I've, I've always been really, really goal oriented. And I was one of those people. I climbed the corporate ladder, um, you know, and uh, I, I worked full time. I went to school full time. Like I've always just been like hammering down doing what I needed to do to be successful in life. And being an entrepreneur was like never anything that was like, even, even, you know, something that I even thought, thought of like as a potential, I guess, but we had had our fourth child and, uh, we decided that it would be best for me to step away from my career. And, like I loved what I was doing. I was a general manager for one of the large cell phone companies and I had a team of managers. I had sales reps below them. I like, I felt very confident in myself and what I was doing. And it, and I spent a lot of years like crafting the skill and, and to walk away from it, you know, I, it was pretty devastating, but, um, but what happened was I stepped away from that and I came to work for our construction business. Cause I actually, I have a degree in accounting. And so I know how to do books and like all of this, you know, backend stuff. And so I started to kind of run the finances of our construction company, but I found myself having some extra time, like little snippets of time. And, and me being kind of the control freak I am, I don't like leveraging one income, whether like my husband thinks it's awesome. I just like, I'm too prideful. I don't know. But I was like, I want to have my own spending money that even like, seriously, I have control of our bank accounts, but 
it still didn't matter. Like I had to know that I was contributing in some way. And I think a lot of moms can, can really resonate with that because, uh, you know, we, we just, we just like to, to make our own. And, um, and so, yeah, that's how I kind of came into doing network marketing. And I saw, I saw that I could promote and sell a product that I loved and, um, and my sister-in-law had been doing it. And so, I was kind of like, okay, fine. You know, like I'll, I'll give this a try and see what happens. And, and so that's how I got introduced and, and I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't have success my first six months. Mm-hmm. And, um, it was more of me kind of just putting my head down and trying to figure out the industry, trying to figure out like, what are the people doing who are having success? I mean, it was me driving in my car every day, listening to, uh, people training about it, listening to you, Trey. Um, yeah, I would, I would put it in, um, and just broadcast it over my speakers and my kids would be yelling, turn it off, turn the DVD back on. But (laughs) I always, I always had headphones in my ears when I was, you know, doing the dishes, running around the house. And I just kind of was like head down, really digesting and, and learning, um, from the people who were having success. And, and I kind of got to this point and I was like about six months in and I didn't have any success with the company I was with, but I was like, you know, um, I'm either gonna, I'm either gonna get out of this and just be done with this altogether, or I'm going and, or I'm going to buckle down and do it. Like just do the things that I'm, I'm being taught to do. And, um, and so I, I decided to just go all in and, uh, I ended up building that at that point to six figures within five months. So, yeah. So from just making that mental decision and then uh, it it took me five months and I hit 10,000 a month. Um, and then by the, um, or I had a hundred thousand volume below me, Mm -hmm. but with my product sales, I hit over 10,000 that month. And then the very next month I doubled I doubled my team yeah. volume. I went from a hundred thousand to two hundred and twenty thousand in team volume in my six month, and um, yeah, and it just it really it really opened my eyes up to the industry. I mean, I was I was now making more than I made building a career in the corporate world. Um, that, you know, I spent 10 years starting as a part-time sales rep and working into an assistant manager and, you know, just climbing the corporate ladder, spending hours upon hours. I mean, I, I left my baby girl, my first child, I left her with a sitter when she was nine weeks old to go back to work because they needed additional support at, Mm -hmm. at the office. And I, I loved my job. Um, but the sacrifices I had made to kind of get to where I got it, you know, looking, looking back on it, once I hit, you know, this elusive six figure mark in network marketing, looking back on it, I was, I was kind of like, oh my gosh, like I can build this in this amount of time. And I'm making more than I, you know, like almost double what I was making taking 10 years to build myself up to that point in, in my corporate job. It was, it was pretty crazy, pretty cool. So sounds kind of wild. So I guarantee anybody who's listening right now or watching this, um, they're probably thinking to themselves, okay, so Katie, how the hell did you do that? Right? Like, (laughs) what was it that you were doing? Give me some tips. Like maybe they're just starting out brand new. Maybe they've been in the industry for a while. They want to hit six figures. They want to make a lot of money. Like, what would you say that they should be doing? Um, like, what was the thing that you did to hit that like that? That's, that's pretty like in five, you said five months. That's insane. Yeah. Um, so there were a couple things that I did and, and you had talked a little bit about the fact that I didn't have a following. I didn't have, you know, success at the point that I had begun. I had, I think 600 friends, well, 300 friends on Facebook. When I started, I don't even, I still am not as active on my Instagram, but I didn't use Instagram. Um, so this was all Facebook that I was using. And so, um, very few friends to, to leverage and try you, to, you didn't use uh, paid ads or anything like that. No, 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 no paid ads. I had no business page. It was all off of a personal page. And, um, yeah. So what, what I did though, was one, I loved the product Mm -hmm. and I shared my journey with the product. And I think a lot of network marketers, um, 
you know, they go back and forth. Should I talk about the opportunity? Should I talk about the product? And I think by me talking about the product, that really showed other people that they could do what I was doing. And so it, it actually helped me recruit more. And, and I'll be honest, like I didn't want to recruit. I didn't even understand. I was like, what, why would I recruit? I didn't understand why that mattered. I understood the comp plan in the aspect of, Hey, if I get 27 of these systems sold, I'm going to make a thousand dollars. And that was my goal to begin with. So I knew I was like, I just got to hit 27. I've got 600 friends on Facebook. I could sell 27 of them on this system that I'm using. So in my head, that's what I was running after. And, um, and so it was me sharing my journey, being excited about it, giving, giving a clear, clear solution to my audience, one solution, not ping ponging all over the place, one solution. But the other thing that I did that was really important that a lot of people don't do, um, and you absolutely should do is leverage your audience. And so, um, I, I started leveraging my customers to, to tap into their, their networks. So what I would do is I would have them do, um, posts for me and, and by doing those posts that allowed me to like tap into their audience, it got more eyes on me Mm -hmm. and I would just friend request, request all the people who commented on that post on theirs. So I was growing my audience authentically. Um, and then I would also do a lot of interviews. So interviewing with other people, other people who are in the industry with me, um, I would ask them their story, you know, have them share it. Like the, these are all great ways to like tap into each other's audiences and build your own audience. And I, I figured that out fast. Cause, uh, cause I went from, you know, having 600 friends, I can't, I can't build a six figure business off of that. Like, right. you know, I did it by tapping into my customers audiences. Um, I also did some giveaways and I think a lot of people have seen giveaways kind of floating around, but I did giveaways where I would give away product and in order for them to, to get entered, they had to share it and tag their friends. Mm. Well, guess what I was doing? I was friend requesting all of those friends that were tagged. And then, you know, I was doing a lot of messaging in the back end. I built my entire business in messenger on Facebook and I was messaging people, um, one-on-one, you know, and, and selling the products or, or promoting the business that way. Got you. Okay. So would you say that this is good for, like, this is a good strategy for someone who's brand new, no experience, or is this something for someone who's been in the game for a while, they've done some things that are wrong, which we're going to talk about in a second, like some of the things that you see network marketers doing wrong and how they can fix that. Or do you think it's for both? Like anybody, anybody who's been in the game or hasn't been in the game can do this strategy. Yeah. Um, I think that honestly, this strategy, if I didn't have it, I think that I wouldn't be where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would say that it's definitely good for those people who are just coming in, who don't really know, you know, what they're doing. They don't know, you know, how to sell products. They don't know how to build funnels, how to, you know, how right. to build landing pages, how to have a website. Like they don't, I didn't know I didn't know anything about any, any type of marketing. Um, I knew how to talk to people and sell a product because I had been a sales rep for a while, you know? Um, and, and I think even if you're a pro, I think you can still build a business this way. I, I definitely think that even if there, I know people who are, you know, generating six figures who are still building their business this way, who are having those one-on-one conversations, um, in the back end of messenger and building their business this way. There's a lot of people who are doing that. So I think it's for both. Um, but I'll be, I'll be completely honest. And, and I know you didn't ask this question of me, but I want you to lie to everybody. So don't say whatever you're going to (laughs) say. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I got to like a a point in my business where I had to really kind of define what enough was for me. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, if, if you're building a business and you've got, you've got a six figure business, like I had built, I was waking up to having 50 to a hundred different messages in my inbox, not all sales either. Mind you, it was like teammates who had questions. It was people who weren't on my team who were, you know, asking for advice and tips and, um, other people's customers who were messaging me. And, um, I found myself spending 
anywhere, I mean, literally, I, I don't even know. I would say, and up to probably eight consecutive hours a day in messenger. Um, that, that means from the minute I woke up, I was literally on my phone 24 seven. My kids were having, were constantly saying, you know, to me to put down my phone or, or they were saying, all you care about is your phone. Um, you know, and, uh, I started really having serious arguments with my spouse because, you know, the income that I was bringing in and, and, the potential that I was seeing for this opportunity and where I could continue to build it to. I mean, I was being asked to speak on stages and, you know, um, and, and at conferences and doing trainings and groups with 30,000 people. And it just all spiraled and started happening so fast. And so, um, it, it definitely started to impact my life, my personal life. I, I am someone who works out all the time, who takes care of myself. I, I wasn't working out cause I didn't have time. I was going and grabbing McDonald's. I don't eat McDonald's. Like I was not taking care of myself. And, um, you know, and I, I was to a point where I was just so stressed out and I just felt like my spouse just doesn't understand. Like he just doesn't get it, you know? And, um, and, and it, he, it wasn't him. It was, it was me. And it was this, this monstrous business that I had built, which you know, I really have no right to complain about that, but, but, uh, I definitely got to a point where I had to define what enough was for me, you know, and I think a lot of entrepreneurs don't do this and, and we should absolutely do this regardless of whatever stage you're at. We should really define what is enough? What is contentment? Like how much money do you actually need to make to be happy, to be able to still live your life? um, with joy, you know, and, and, um, not, not getting caught up in that whole comparison mode where you see everybody else who's recruiting more people, who's, you know, like spent having these vacations, buying new cars or doing all this stuff. Like who gives a shit about any of them? It has no effect on my business. And so like, you know, I, I kind of got to a point where I was like, I have to define enough for me and and then i also have to figure out one of two things one i'm going to quit like i'm i'm just going to tap out because it's it's just this business is not what i had intended this is not freedom and that's what they preach it's not freedom and i said so it's either it's not freedom and i'm going to tap out or i'm going to find a different way to build my business And, um, and I chose to find a different way and, and I'll tell you, I'm still suffering the consequences from a lot of people who expect me to continue building my business the same way. I still get criticism. I still got a text message last night from someone on my team who is still disappointed in, in me and doesn't understand, but I will tell you what. I have never been more fucking excited about my business than I am right now. Like <laughs> I have never, like I literally have chills right now. I've never been more fucking excited than I am right now. Because, okay. Let's yes. talk about this. Let's talk about this. All right. So what was the shift then? So you talked about like, you know, you shared your journey a little bit as with the products and maybe even as like a, you know, a network marketer. So like, what do you think that someone like, let's start with there and then let's build into like the systems that you had that to kind of create some freedom. And this is different way that you're building now that is allowing you to have the freedom that has you this pumped up fucking excitement. Okay. So Dude. let's talk about the marketing side of it. So like, why is marketing so more like, I, I always say you don't need to learn how to close people immediately. Like when I thought I was like, okay, I gotta learn closing. I spent like $2,000 from a coach who was like going to help me become a, a hardcore closer. I was like, okay, now I'm going to sign more people. But it wasn't the becoming a hardcore closer that made me better at sales. It was more about my marketing that really did a lot of the recruiting and selling for me. So like when it comes to marketing, like what do you see as the mistakes that most network marketers make? And what is something that they can, even if they screwed up everything and they did some of these mistakes, what are the things that they can start doing now to adjust and adapt and, and be better? Yeah, I mean, obviously... Uh- I say, obviously the biggest mistake network marketers make is they leverage, they're only leveraging social media to build their business. Like I, I will never just use social media to build my business ever again. Like Facebook can screw my 
fucking ass. Like <laughs> the algorithms, like you can't even, I, I swear to God, they know when you're in a business, they like, they monitor the types of words that you use in your posts, like all of it. And I've even seen things where only 3% of your audience is actually seeing your posts. Right. So unless you want to continue to have um, one-on-one conversations forever um, in messenger and you want to send Hey girl messages to people that you literally, literally never met mm-hmm. um, and have no desire to create a bonding relationship with in messenger. Like for me personally, marketing is the only way to go. Like if you can become a magnetic marketer and I'm talking like you are, you are so clear on who you are, the movement you can make, what change you can make in people's lives. You're going, you're going to do two things that are going to propel your business. One, you're going to start attracting the right people. And two, you're going to start pushing away the people you don't want. And that's the thing is like marketing is marketing is almost like this, this thing where it's like, you have, you have to get in the mindset of who can I piss off today? Like (laughs) who can I push away today? Cause if you're pissing people off and pushing people away, you're doing something right right because you're going to find the right people. Um, but marketing is literally like 90% of the game. And, and I think like one of the most important things that network marketers miss is they don't have a hub. Like I'm talking a landing page, a funnel, like they don't have one thing that is their own off of social media. Mm-hmm. And, and you talked about the sales conversions and getting better at closing sales. Well, it, there is a lot of truth in getting better at sales and closing sales. I spent a long time in the sales industry outside of network marketing, learning the sales process. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still know it. I can still recite it in my head. And, and the most important thing is closing the sale. And I'll tell you, even when I trained people in sales previously, they, they miss that. They they get uncomfortable and don't want to ask for the sale. Right. They, they don't know how to com- convert the conversation over to, are you ready to buy? Mm-hmm. Um, it's just this awkward transition. But if you can have your own centralized hub, you can have a funnel, you could have a landing page, you can have one of those things where every single time you go live, you, you give value, value, value. And at the end of it, you direct people to your hub like your place in the world, take them off of social media and take them into your world. And, um, and it, it solidifies you as somebody who is professional and who actually takes what you're doing seriously. Um, because I think a lot of network marketers get a bad rap because they're, they don't take it seriously as a business. And, and it's clear to their customers. It's clear to people that they're like, dude, you're just trying to like sell me some shit because you want to make money, you know? So, so so you're saying like, as like add value or like a a strategy to use would be like, for example, Facebook live, give your tips, add your, you know, give the value that people are like, I would love to learn this X, Y, and Z or the secrets to this or whatever it is. Right. And then instead of your call to action at the end being like, okay, thanks for watching. See you later. Your call or to send action. send me a message or drop yeah. an emoji below and I'll get in your inbox. <laughs> right. So like your call to action should be more like, hey, if you like this stuff, go over to katiethompson.com and you can get X, Y, and Z or whatever. You can learn more about whatever, right? Is what you're saying? Yes, absolutely. Okay. And that, and just to be clear, that landing page should not be your network marketing company's mm-hmm. uh, website that they gave you. Just to, to make that clear, this is, this is your space. So, um, so yeah, I mean, get clear on what's the movement you want to make, what, what impact do you want to make in other people's lives? Um, you know, and how are you going to do that? What kind of content can you create? That's going to make an impact in other people's lives. That's ultimately going to lead them down the road to wanting to do business with you, either purchasing a product or joining you in business. So that's what your content strategy should look like. It should be one thing, like who the hell are you? People need to know as soon as they land on your social media sites, we have a lower attention span than goldfish. I don't know if if you've ever heard this, but I'm sure people who are listening to this podcast have already like ping ponged around on 10 different things because our attention span is eight seconds. And 
So you have eight seconds to grab someone's attention when they land on your social media feed. So can you tell me honestly right now, and, and if you're listening to this, I want you to answer this. Can you tell me that if I went to your social media feed, would I know within eight seconds who you are, who you serve, and what problem you can solve for me? Those three things need to be answered within eight seconds. So if you don't have that clear as day on your social media, you're not going to be generating leads. So if you can get clear on that, and then you can create content all around who you are, who you serve, and what problem you solve, and you create content around that over and over and over again, and you point them to your hub off of social media, like that's magic. That's, that's marketing at its best. You're right, dude. It's, it's funny because, you know, you, you hear a lot of uplines saying like, just, just send out as many Hey girl messages, like you said, as possible. And you know, some will, some won't just keep talking to more people. Well, that gets you burnt out. And the point of it is, is like, if it's a numbers game, you're going to find who are interested. Well, what's interesting about having a funnel or having a landing page is anybody who puts in their name and email, literally opt in, they're raising their hand saying, yeah, I'm interested. And it's yeah. like, those are those that's your that's a hot lead right there man they're saying yeah. i am very interested in what this thing is so much that i'm willing to give you my personal email address and get this information and probably knowing that you're going to market to me afterwards right like mm -hmm. that's a good lead you know what i mean yeah and it's not it's not about not ever having conversations with people right. cuz that's the ultimate game you do want to have conversations with the right Boom. people Yep. So this is filtering out so that you're not having to spend all that extra time filtering out the wrong people or mm -hmm. attracting the wrong people into your business. If they're raising their hand and qualifying themselves, like you said, Trey, like you're, it's, it's, you're already sending them through that process of being a qualified person to either work with you or purchase your products. Like how many of us have, have signed someone in our business that we despise talking to or despise working with? Like, I, I mean, I know, I know that I have, and I mean, I, I know it's going to eventually happen for, for anybody, but I think if you get really, really crystal clear on your message and, and how you do business and who you're serving and what problems you solve and, and you show people how you show up in your business, you're going to attract people who want to run their business in the same way. Mm -hmm. And I've been super fortunate to be honest with you. Like I have attracted the most badass people. Like I, I feel so freaking lucky with the people who I have attracted into my network marketing business that I, I often question, I'm like, how the hell did I like get this person? How did I, how did you find me? And like, it's, it's insane. And I feel fortunate, but I think it comes back to that when people see me showing up, I show up in a certain way and it attracts the right people. Yeah. I was going to ask you, I was gonna, you know, do you think people might look at you a little bit differently when you're not being like, Oh my God, here's my, you know, product and you're kissing it and being like, this is why it's super amazing. It's got superfoods. Do you think that people like look at you a little bit differently, more of a, a business minded, you know, a woman who's, who's like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like not like the typical sure. MLM -er. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, and that, that kind of goes into like, I, that's why I'm expanding out my brand. You know, mm -hmm. that's a, a portion of why, um, MLM is, is a huge portion of my income, like building my business online, but it's not the only portion of my income. There's a lot of ways that you can make money online yeah. and, and, you know, and it, it also all kind of feeds back into your network marketing business as well. So like I'm creating my digital courses right now. Well, those digital courses, are a way to edify me in the marketplace and show people that, Hey, I'm someone that they might want to partner with. And it's going to feed other badass network marketers into my network marketing business. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's kind of a system that is circular, you know, like, um, you can, you can, you, you can create, you can create systems and, and courses or training courses outside of network marketing that also help feed into your network marketing business. And if you, if you think about this is what a lot of um, the people who have been in network marketing do, and, and potentially if, if you follow a lot of the bigger leaders in network marketing, you'll see they have their own coaching programs, they have their own courses, they have a lot of those things that they're offering. And, and they're doing that one to leverage additional income, but they're also doing that to funnel 
the top elite network marketers into their own network marketing business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because, you know, when, I, when you were talking about this, like, you know, create your own like info product, right? Like, and a lot of people think, well, I'm not an, a network marketing coach. I'm not this, you know, I haven't had these m- massive results yet. Like they're thinking about like, you know, I haven't produced six figures like you yet, Katie. So who, who is going to listen to me? And it's, it's funny, like a lot of the, a lot of people can create info products or courses that, like you said, complement their business. So for example, when I first, when I created my first course, it was, it wasn't MLM. It was, here's how you make badass videos. Cause so many people were asking me, how do you make your videos? And I was like, why don't I yeah. just make a course about this? And no, I didn't really tie it into MLM, but it was great because I had MLM, but I also had people buying this course as well. Like you said, it doesn't have to just be MLM as your, as your primary income. You can, you know, add different uh, assets to it, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, man. If I were going to start over from ground zero right now, um, that's exactly what, what I would do is, um, I would, I would offer out like a, a type of challenge or coaching, um, some, some kind of like 30 day or six week kind of boot camp challenge that I, I've even like orchestrated this and thought about this. And I'm like, I could, I can make some freaking money doing this. Like it would be insane. But, um, but I would offer, uh, some kind of course or challenge where I give them step-by-step this challenge. Um, and then like in order to do, not in order to do the challenge, how I would do it is I would do the challenge and then within the group, I would show what products I'm using to help accelerate my results, to help accelerate my results. It's uh-huh. not a requirement. It's just something that helps accelerate. And I would offer my products that way. And then that would also open up people's eyes to, oh, she's making money by partnering with this company mm-hmm. kind of thing. And so, um, so yeah, I mean, you can, you can tie all things together like that. Like you can do, you can do um, coaching courses that, that, you know, if you're in, the exact example I'm thinking of right now is, uh, if you do keto, right. And, um, I am in a keto challenge group right now and it costs, uh, I think like 68 bucks to get into the challenge. So, um, $68 to get into the challenge. What they give you in there is they give you your macros. You guys know you can, you can actually use free tools on Google to get your macros or keto <laughs> macros. Like it's, that's literally all that they're doing is going and, and putting your weight, your BMI and whatever else in, and snagging it off of Google and sending it to you. So, um, you include the macros in there. You include, you know, like a, a six week, um, challenge. You give them recipes each week and, um, and, and you make it like this exclusive group accountability group. Right. And, and charge them, I don't know, like 68 bucks is what I'm paying for this one. So 68 bucks. Okay. So you get in this challenge group. What I would do is I would do live videos within the challenge group. And I would say, Hey guys, not a requirement. These are the products that I use that help accelerate my results. And (laughs) you just like, I hope people just caught that gold that you just dropped right there. I'm serious, but keep going. I I feel like I interrupted. It was good. (laughs) Okay. So so you, you say you don't have to take these products. Like you can, you can literally do keto and not have to take products, but everybody who does keto, they want to take the electrolytes. They want to take the vitamins. They want to know, you know, what, what's this bulletproof coffee? Like they want to know all these things. Right. And you can say, these are what I'm using. This does accelerate your results. It's going to get you into ketosis faster, blah, blah, blah. So these are optional and you provide your link to be able to purchase those. And then you, you let people know while you're, while you're sharing that valuable info, you let them know I am partnered with this company. And I I like to always say I'm a brand partner Mm -hmm. because I think people, people understand that better than saying I'm a network marketer. I just say I'm partnered with this brand and I promote their products because I use them Mm -hmm. because they are great products right? And, and so you say that and, and then you're getting people saying, oh, she's partnered with this brand. Like, how do you get partnered with a brand? Right. How do you promote a brand? Are you actually like, making you get, money with this? Like, yes, yeah, yeah. people think that right. the people who are entrepreneurs think that not everybody, but the people who are entrepreneurs think that. And then what happens? You've got a hub that we talked about landing page, a funnel, whatever else, 
People are going there. They are seeing work with me. They are seeing that there's an opportunity for them to partner with you in business. If you have these systems in place, they're doing the work for you on the back end. And um, I think I, I think I talked with you, Trey, about this before we got on here. We were talking about how um, network marketing is it, the way the way that we are taught to sell on social media causes friction. Mm-hmm. Um, when you when you ask people to get into your inbox if they want more information, that's friction. When you tell people to drop an emoji if they want more information, that's friction. When when you are saying you know this product is the best product because it's done X Y and Z and you should totally get it, that's friction. So people don't want to be sold to on social media, right? So you need to sell to people where they want to be sold to. Mm -hmm. And um, nobody wants to get into your inbox and talk to you about your product. They want to go and research it. They want to go and see it. They want to decide for themselves and not feel like they're being sold to. So if you create a system where they're going to, you know, investigate on their own and make the decision on their own, you're going to, you're going to start converting sales without even having to have those closing conversations. Yeah. You, and you know, what a good point is and like, I want to just, you know, piggyback off this and like, thank you for dropping these knowledge bombs. Dude. <laughs> but like, you know, so many people are like, well, how do you build rapport with people then? Like, how do you get them to know, like, and trust you? It's like, dude, your Facebook group that you're, that they're in and mind you, you just made money, $68, 100% profit goes to you, yeah. not your MLM before the right. products. Right. But like, it, like a, a Facebook group, you are the admin of that group, which means they're looking at you as the leader, right? And so you have that authority figure already as you're giving them value, doing the Facebook lives, like you said, like that's the thing that gets them to know they can trust you to the point where when they do see that you have this like link, affiliate link or you know brand link. Like yeah. You and you be honest with them yeah. by being honest with them. You're opening their eyes to income potential for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I know a gal who, um, her name is Amy. She's actually dominating customer sales because she does this same exact process where you can be in here getting, you know, getting the, the keto challenge and all that stuff, but she mm-hmm. has, you know, she has her stuff in there as well. And she friggin' owns it. I mean, she mm-hmm. dominates, you know? So you're totally right on that on spot. That's a very good strategy. I hope people didn't have an eight second goldfish, you know, attention span. <laughs> I hope they heard this. That was very, very good bottom drop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, I've thought about it and, and I'm like, you know, if I went back, but the thing, the thing is, is like, we always have to remember that if you can put focus on one thing Mm -hmm. versus on a multitude of things, you're going to be way more successful. And for me, my one thing is helping other entrepreneurs succeed. So my one thing right now is bu- is building out my digital courses and and then once I have that in an evergreen system, then my one thing and my one focus will be building up my, you know, building up my MLM. Like it you've got to focus on one thing. You can't you can't be ping-ponging all over the place. Like you've got to find your one thing and you've got to like own it, hone in on it and freaking run after it. Yeah. So let me ask you this then. Like, so is there any any suggestions that you can give for like, uh, this is, this is going to be kind of hard because like, there's just, there's so much that, that you have to like kind of set up in the back end. But like you said, once you have this all set up, it creates so much relief and freedom in your life. Well, yeah. Like I was telling you, I get it. It's a pain in the ass. Like I'm not saying that, you know, building a website is fun. Um, but like I told you, we all had MySpace back in the day and MySpace was, you had to freaking do the codes, like copy and paste the music code. Like you got to go find the song. Then you got to go find the code for the song. And then you got to paste the code and hope that it saves. And the internet was slow. Dude, if we all built a freaking MySpace page, we can use, we can do a drag and drop and build a website. Like it's, it's literally the templates for websites now are drag and drop. They're so simple. They're so freaking simple. Like anybody can, can create this. So, you know, this whole notion of, well, I can't build a website. Cause I, I just, I have no idea what I'm doing. Right. You, you built a Facebook profile, you built, you know, a, a YouTube channel, you can build a website. Like oh, yeah. it is not that difficult. You're right. So many people think it's too techy, but like, look, man, we've done a lot lot harder shit in life than yeah to figure out a my space account was like legit the hardest <laughs> thing i've ever done <laughs> so look you you've really dropped a lot of like 
damn good bombs in this in this uh, podcast and in this video. What are what is like? What's one last thing that you want to give um, to anybody who's listening right now for advice about you know if they're stuck or how about this? Because I know one big thing for you is like that transition of okay, I'm gonna go from the hey girl messages, you know, the messages because that I think that's what, like a lot of that's the only thing that a lot of network marketers really are being taught because that's the only thing that their uplines really know about, yeah. right? Yeah. So like, what would you say to, to, from going to this transition with using funnels, with you know, really getting consistent with publishing content and getting your message out there? Like, what, what would you say with that transition? Because I kind of feel like it's like we're being these black sheep, right? Like, oh, like, yeah, for you know sure. What I mean? like, so oh, what, yeah. What would you give for advice on that? Like, if they were starting out brand new. Like if they wanted to like make this transition, okay, like, look, I'm going to get into funnels. Like, I agree with you. Sending Hey Girl messages is just a pain right in my ass. Mm -hmm. What would you say? Like, because I know we've so, both been through this. Yeah, yeah. Um, first and foremost, I think you have got to take a step back and define enough for yourself. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, for me, I was like, enough is, is shutting down my computer and my phone at three o'clock enough is spending the weekend with my kids and not like answering messages enough is knowing that you know i produced x amount of content every single week enough is and like i literally wrote these out like i i had to define enough for me and and enough is a monetary thing as well define monetarily how much is enough for you what what is enough money for you to make that's gonna leave you feeling content and happy and i even heard this um this speaker uh i was listening to a podcast i don't even remember what the podcast was but she she was talking about um how she she was defining her enough and she she defined it in a year's time and she said you know enough for me is making $70,000 this year. And by the time that June had rolled around, she had made $70,000. And she said, that's my enough. And I'm not going to push myself to be more and more and more and more and never feel satisfied. And so she was done. She literally was done for the year. And I was like, you know, that was a hard concept for me to be like, God, how could you just stop? Like, when right. do you want to be like, can I just reach higher and can I get more and can I get more? Like, when are you ever going to be satisfied? You know? So define enough for yourself. Understand like, what is, what is your monetary girl goal? And then what is enough? Like, what is enough for you um, as far as putting into the business? Because if you can define your enough, you can reverse it. So I was talking with um, one of my, one of the marketers who's, who is on my team underneath me today. And and I, I was telling her this exact thing. I said, you need to define your enough. And she told me what her enough was. She said, I know exactly what I need to make in a month to be able to have my enough. And, um, and I said, okay, let's reverse it from there. What, what do you need to sell personally? And how many people do you need to recruit to hit that enough? And, and what had happened is she had gotten so wrapped up in other people recruiting more people, other people hitting higher ranks, other people shouting out their teammates, you know, um, she had gotten so wrapped up in, in just seeing everybody else hit these big ranks. And so she was feeling like she needed to do those things. And, and at the end of the day, they, they didn't define her and her own business. And, and the thing with MLM is there's always going to be a million stories of other people having way more success than you. And you have to have tunnel vision. You yep. have to focus on what's enough for you and reverse it to figure out, okay, now that I know what's enough for me, what do I need to do to get there and know that it's only on your shoulders. It's not on your upline shoulders. It's not on your sideline shoulders. It's not on anybody else's shoulders, but yours to reach that enough. And, and, then I want you to create a content strategy that's going to get you there. So everything comes back to content. Content is king. It's the kingdom of your freaking business. I agree. Go ahead. So A, thank you for sharing that. B, speaking of this, because content, we've talked about you know, like, you know, content and how that's kind of like, it's key. It's king, right? 
you have a couple courses that you mentioned too that you're building out. Would it be okay if you if you kind of just kind of jab those in there real quick? I mean, if if you don't want to, it's totally cool. But like, <laughs> I think I personally think a lot of people would benefit from going through your courses. I was talking with you about it earlier. I'm like, that's gonna that's gonna like change a lot inside the industry, and not just the industry, but for anybody who wants to take the entrepreneurial ride. Like, this will save yeah. them years of time, money, frustration, mistakes, and failures. I would, I would gladly pay for a course to just say like, here's, here's the answer. And I love it, Katie, because you call it a playbook. I think that's yes. awesome. So <laughs> is it cool if you just kind of tell yeah. us a little bit about that? Well, yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I, it is, I created the content playbook um, and I'm in pre-launch right now, which means that I have not um, officially launched it out. It will launch out in the next uh, 10 days or so. And so um, I'm in pre-launch right now, which you can register for the pre-launch, but the content playbook, essentially, I told you guys, I got, I got real tired of feeling like I was just overwhelmed and I, my head would hit the pillow and I was like, I don't feel like I did enough. And this is coming from someone who built, um, you know, nearly to the very top of the compensation plan with a company. And I still felt that way. So don't ever think like, oh, once I hit this rank, I'm rank, I'm going to be satisfied. Like, no, you have to define enough. That's why I'm telling you define enough for yourself. Um, so I, I got to that point. And, and so what I did was I started looking outside of MLM. I started looking at online entrepreneurs who were building seven and eight figure businesses. And I, I started asking myself, how, how are they pumping out content? Like on multiple platforms at all time, how are they like literally present all over the place, everywhere I go? Um, you know, and how are they doing this and keeping their sanity? And so that's what I started diving into. And I, I took courses, I read books. I, I just kind of put my head down and got back into that learning mode. Like I had when I first started in network marketing and, um, and I got back into that learning mode and I, I like uncovered what I truly feel like is the key to success. Uh, and I feel like the key to success is less is more because they weren't pumping out new content every single day, 24 seven, like they, they aren't glued to their phones or their computers. That's not how it works. So, um, in the content playbook, essentially what, what I've done is, is I've lined out exactly what I've learned and what I've implemented in my own business to where I'm now batching six weeks of content in advance. Um, I'm very crystal clear on my content strategy, what I'm going to be posting for the week, where it's going to be posting out to and what impact I'm going to be making to my audience. And it all correlates back to the movement that I want to make. So, um, in the content playbook, I'm, I'm teaching you how to define your movement, how to find your ideal customers, how to lay the, the, um, profit strategy for your business, the foundation to your business. Then I teach you where to find unlimited content. Like literally you would never run out of content topics ever again. Like I give you my, my seven secrets to finding this unlimited content. And then in the last, um, module I break down for you how to put this into a strategy and a plan that, that allows you to really truly have time freedom. Uh, because I did not have that before. And I do now I'm, I am telling you what, like when you can whip out six weeks of content in one day and then literally like spend the next six weeks, just, just really tapping back into like, I've spent it tapping back into my creativity. I've been thinking about writing a book. Like I've been, you know, thinking about new, new courses I want to create because I have that time freedom to do that again. And I'm off that damn hamster wheel. Like so many people feel like they're on, you know, Oh, I, I didn't post today. What am I going to talk about? I, you know, you get to the end of the day, you feel stressed and you're like, I have nothing, no creative energy left. And, and you're supposed to be curating and crafting new posts every day. And that's, that's not how the big dogs do it. Let me just tell you, it's not. So that's what I created was the content playbook. And, um, you can head on over to Katie Thompson. What's that? I said, I said, thank you. Cause I wanted to hear it. I was like, all right, okay. he's in me enough. Like where yeah. can I find this? You can head on over to katiethompson.com. It's K-A-D-Y thompson.com slash blog and check out um, why I batch six weeks content. That's my latest blog. I just put it up. 
Um, and if you click there, you can get on the pre-launch list. And I'm going to be giving away um, bonuses and incentives, uh, huge, huge incentives for those people who get on that pre-launch list um, and who register right away. So, so this, yeah. I mean, this podcast is absolutely going to go after those 10 days. So is it still going to be the same exact link and all that as well? Um, yes. Yeah. So what will happen is if people listen to this afterwards, um, if you go over to my website, you're going to be able to go over directly to the playbooks and you'll be able to, to check it out all right there. And, and the, I'll, I'll just kind of tease this in there because this playbook, I honestly, I created this from my heart because of the frustration that I felt and the point that I got to in my business and that I don't want other online entrepreneurs to feel that way. Um, so you're kind of going to be, um, crapping your pants when you see the price, because <laughs> I didn't want to do this for profit. Like I wanted to create this first playbook, uh, to really, really give a lot of value and to make an impact, um, to open up other network marketers eyes to a different way of building their business. And, um, and so I, I really, I really genuinely say that this, the content playbook, it's 27 bucks guys. And it's, it's going to give you more value than your, your order at Starbucks. That's going to cost you about half of that price. <laughs> no, I, I agree, dude. I've, I've got to tell you guys, like, if you don't know Katie, Katie has, has, has the reputation, you know, of, of when she does a training, people listen and they come out of there being like, you just cleared up everything that I was ever wondering about. Thank you so much. Like when, when you speak on stage, I've had so many people come to me being like, Katie is amazing. we got to get her on more stages. She's got to do more trainings for us. And like, even my wife, she will come to bat and say, you're one of the best trainers that she's ever met. So guys like, oh my gosh, that's serious. That the world to me. Yeah. So go check out that playbook. Like she said, um, you will, you'll be able to, you know, it'll be faster and easier for you to have success inside network marketing. You're going to skip through all the years of bullshit that, you know, Katie has gone, has to go through so that she sifted out all the bad stuff so she can give you the good stuff only. Mm -hmm. So where is that? It's katiethompson.com forward slash. It's katiethompson.com forward slash blog. And, and just check out that the blog that says why I batch six weeks content. Um, my, yeah, my website is being revamped right now. It should be about a week or so and it's launched and there will be an actual playbook tab so that you can check out all of the playbooks. Good guy. Good idea. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, Katie, thank you so much. I mean, you really dropped a shit ton of bombs on this and you know, I'm just very, very grateful to, you know, now I know you as like a business partner and someone that, you know, I, we come back and forth with like ideas and all this stuff, but I'm just grateful to out of all the human beings on this planet to be able to call you my friend. And thank you for dropping knowledge. I think this is going to help a lot of people on this podcast. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of MLM Misfits Podcast. And listen, it's no secret that MLM is changing. The whole game of network marketing is changing and for the good. And I don't want you to miss it. So listen, I'm joining this live webinar where I'm going to teach you how to recruit rock stars in your downline on autopilot without having to send any prospecting messages and without having to sacrifice your life for menial success. If you want access to that webinar, I want you to go to market marketlikeamisfit.com and get your spot registered. I will see you there over at marketlikeamisfit.com. Peace.